The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow. And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Please flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. The national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake Fromm. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at Fromm Jake. Head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. Jake, week zero is behind us. Week one is on deck. I am fired up. How are you, my man? Man, let's go. Excited. Got a little taste, a little appetizer this past weekend. Yep. Um, you know, a few good games, a few blowouts, but uh, man, excited going into week one. Going to have some good games. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to touch on week zero, do a quick little recap, then of course, Get into some news and notes and prime everybody for week one. We will have our first week one episode coming out on Thursday, so be on the lookout for that. But before we get to that, this episode of Punt and Pass is presented by Rectech. Rectech wood pellet grills and smokers are the highest quality grills on the market and exactly what you and your family need to get ready for football season and all of your tailgating adventures. Be the envy of any tailgate or home gate this football season with an ultimate tailgate or home gate bundle which are available now on sale at rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Jake, I got my Rectech this past weekend. Do that RT-1250. Fired that thing up. Watched the assembly videos on YouTube. Threw some chicken thighs on there Saturday night. These things are so damn good. I mean, it is the most badass smoker on the market. Be sure to follow them on social media at Rectech underscore official. Follow my man, Jody Flanagan, as well, at BBQ Dad Jody. And Rectech's going to have a live activation in Atlanta this weekend. If you're heading out to the Georgia-Oregon game just past Centennial Olympic Park on the way to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you will be able to smell them. There'll be some former dogs out there hanging with Chef Jody, Chef John, the whole Rectech team. Go see them. And if you haven't signed up for the Rectech giveaway yet, you have to do that. Head on over to our social media, puntandpass.com. Wherever you can find us, you will be able to find the Google form and sign up. We have had a ton of people sign up, included in the giveaway is that RT-1250 Rectech wood pellet smoker that I used this past weekend, a grill cover, a 20-quart Rectech icer cooler, 80 pounds of Rectech ultimate blend wood pellets, and a rub and sauce bundle. Shout out to Rectech. Man, these guys are the absolute best. 
All right, Jake, team meeting, quick thoughts. Week zero, not too much action, but football was on TV. Nebraska Northwestern was on at 1230 over in Dublin. Anything catch your eye specifically? One thing caught my eye. I'll tell it to you in a second. But tell me what caught your eye. I mean, team meeting, say whatever you want. Yeah, no. So uh, I went back and watched the complete game on tape. Uh, Nebraska, in my opinion, should have won pretty handedly. Uh, you know, the, the two philosophies going in Nebraska on offense yeah. was like, Hey, we're going to take some shots yep. and there's nothing you can do about it. We're going to hit them. Uh, and Northwestern, you know, they kind of use some eye candy, lots of shifts, a lot of motions, didn't really Good do anything. Coaching. Yeah. No, like they yeah. didn't do anything, you know, super crazy. They had their one shot. They hit it for a touchdown. Uh, but it was simple plays just kind of disguised up with some eye candy, try to make them look pretty. And they just executed Nebraska, you know, they took their shots, but mm -hmm. they could not situationally run the football and they had turnovers and that was their downfall. It's just absolutely killer. Scott Frost on a hot seat heading into the game. Now his seat is in fuego and we have to bring up the onside kick up 11 in the third quarter. I can only think of one other special teams call that is as head scratching that's happened in the last five years of college football. And <laughs> I, I know, think you know you're talking about. where I'm going <laughs> yeah, with that one, a certain fake punt. <laughs> Tied at yep. 28, three minutes left in the game. Yep, yep. Midfield didn't really make too much sense. But when that onside kick happened, you're like, oh, my God, what in the hell are they thinking? What are they doing? All the momentum was on Nebraska side. Casey Thompson was playing really well. Yeah, they were getting chunk no plays. And then Northwestern steals the momentum. And then yep. Nebraska starts turning the ball over. And then. Yep. Nebraska can't convert on third down. It's like an ultimate killer type situation. Now they're 0-1-1 in the statistic that I saw. I don't have the exact numbers, but the amount of one-score games that Nebraska has lost under the helm of Scott Frost, I think it's the worst ever in college football history, like in a wow. five-year span. They've lost like 80% of the games that they've played when they're a one-score game. So that does Gosh. not look good on the coaching, on the execution. No. Nope on the situational football, but you know what? Like I've always said this, this is our sixth season of punt and pass. Win third down, win the turnover battle, run the football. You're going to win football games. Like as yep. stupid and as cliche as that sounds, that is oftentimes what it comes down to. And we'll be able to see that this weekend. Cause we got some big games that of course we'll touch on in Thursday's episode, but we will tee it up here on this quick episode of punt and pass. One more thing that I just have to touch on in the team Talk meeting. To me. Possibly the coolest thing that's ever happened at a college football game happened in that Northwestern Nebraska <laughs> game. Do you know what that was? Yeah, I do. The free the beer red, in concessions. Yeah, the snake, yeah. The, the beer snake. Okay, so what happened is that Aviva Stadium in Dublin is cashless, just like Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta where Georgia and Oregon are going to play this weekend. Well, yeah. the internet for the credit card machines were out in the entire stadium. So they could not accept payment. So they were no literally way. giving out beer and wow. concessions to anybody. They said the lines were crazy. They started saying you can only take four at a time. People yeah. were getting four beers, turning <laughs> around to their friend, handing them, handing four, back and in line, back. Yeah. and then getting four more beers. I mean, that sounds like heaven on earth. Yeah. Free beer in Dublin, Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. Big Ten football on. I mean, forget about it. Welcome to saying. college football 2022. Yeah. Great atmosphere, you know, it was it was a good game, you know, it was back and forth, yeah. you know, had a little comeback, you know, I, I mean, I think kind of everything about it, you know, it's kind of, in my opinion, the biggest game of week zero in Ireland, Yeah, had the beer snake, I mean, come on, I don't know, I, th I think that's, that was just awesome, you know, I love it, dude. Way, way to open it. it up. 
way to open it up. If that's any sign as to how this 2022 season is going to be, we're <laughs> in for a doozy. Um, we Everybody could use some free beer with some college football. All right, let's head to first down. We'll go three and out. First down, let's touch on a little bit more of these week zero results. Got to start with the Nebraska-Northwestern game, which we just talked about. It was the most highly touted. It was on a neutral yep. site. It was out of the country. And you just said it, man. Like, from an execution and scheme perspective, Northwestern just did what they needed to do. And when they were given the opportunity to pounce on the mistakes that Nebraska was making, they took advantage of them. And oftentimes, especially in conference football games, even more so later on in the season, that's what it takes to get a win. And there are no pictures on a scorecard, as you say in golf, look, you look back at the season, Nebraska will have lost to Northwestern in week one or week zero. Yeah, no, no doubt. They didn't do anything fancy, uh, well-coached, well-executed. Um, and I mean, simply, I mean, they won because yeah. they, they did the little things right, you know? In this uh, social media day and age that we live in, now clearly there are reasons as to why Scott Frost uh, is on the hot seat is it fair to say after one game in 2022, like he's done, get rid of him. This season's lost. Like, what do you say as a former quarterback? Think about what Casey Thompson's thinking about right now. Yeah. Transfer from Texas played pretty well. Two yep. picks late in the game. They lose. Now they're everybody's saying fire the coach. Yeah. I mean, look, that's, that's tough. You know, you don't, I, I hate it, you know, because social media and everything and the media, it's just so tough. Yeah. You know, nowadays, but I mean, look, give it a chance. As long as there's buy-in in the locker room, you know, I, I think they'll be okay. You know, I don't think they're going to go on a hot streak and win, you know, 11 straight games from here. But, you know, I mean, at least have a, a good year, you know, for Casey. Hey, man, let's just uh, let's put up some good numbers. Let's win some football games and just give our guys a chance kind of going in. No uh, doubt. Down the stretch, you know. No doubt. I think I like it a lot. Like what's happening at Nebraska. They just can't get over that hump. Keep in mind, they fire Bo Pelini. They got sick of Frank Solich. They were winning nine, 10 games a year. That wasn't yep. good enough for the fan base. It wasn't good enough for the alumni. They go and get the favorite son, Scott Frost, who was the quarterback at Nebraska in the nineties when they were much better. And it just hasn't worked out to this point. It's tough to watch. Now think about this. If you're a Georgia fan, which the majority of our listeners are, this could have easily been, the same situation that Kirby Smart was put in, right? You bring back no Kirby Smart, former safety, lots of success, lots of ties to Athens. And if it didn't work out, you're in the same spot or worse than where you were before. I think that's a huge testament to what Kirby Smart has done, to how good of a coach he is, to how good of a recruiter he is, to what he's built in Athens. But on the flip side, it could have just as easily happened the other way, which is what's happening at Nebraska right now with Scott Frost. So I don't think the season's over. A lot of people were expecting Nebraska to win nine, 10 games this year. The big 10, especially in their division is relatively there for the taking. Can they bounce back? Uh, it's going to be really tough to kind of dig deep. Is there buying in the locker room? We've been talking about hard knocks a lot. These first couple of episodes, I thought Dan Campbell did something that was pretty unique on last week's episode. You know, the lions really, fumbled the game away against the Falcons in the first preseason game. And he was talking about just the culture in Detroit and guys, we've got to get over the hump. And he had this like dirty pair of jeans. I don't know if you saw this, Jake, No, he like dusted it off and looked like yeah. he put a bunch of baby powder on the jeans. So he was like dusting it off. And obviously baby powder was everywhere in the air. And he said, we just got to get that last suck off of us. Meaning like the, those last little things that make you not win games, you've got to get past it. And I think that's kind of where Nebraska is relatively speaking after a week zero loss, but like they've got the talent. They've obviously got the capability if they just don't turn the ball over or convert on yeah. down. 
Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'll just be interested. I would have to believe Scott Frost is on every gambling board, the first coach to be fired in 2022, but who knows? Um, Vanderbilt Man. smacks Hawaii 60. Good, good, oh, good for them. You know, yes. I just good for them. But let me just say one thing first. Go ahead. Shout out to you for last week, giving us that statistic about Northwestern. You were like, hold on a second. I've dug deep <laughs> a little bit. And in even number years, Northwestern plays well. In odd number of years, they do not. I'm going with Northwestern because it's 2022. So shout out to you. That's a great statistic that you I, did, I didn't want to bring it up, but I appreciate you bringing it up yes, on my sir. behalf. Thank you. I appreciate yes, that. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's talk about Vandy. They beat Hawaii 63 to 10. I thought Hawaii would cover. <laughs> I thought this game would be close. Dude, this line went from like six and a half all the way up to 10 and a half before kickoff. I don't know if that talks about how bad Hawaii is or maybe Vanderbilt's a little bit better than we expected. Yeah, that's that's definitely the story. Is is Hawaii that bad or is Vandy that good? You know, we, we don't Chang, know. I dude. mean, gosh, we don't wow. know. But wow. Um, hey, just you know, kudos, shout out to Vandy. You know, good for them. You know, uh, maybe they can have a, a decent year this year. I mean, just kind of kind of feel bad for them over there, you know, just uh just kind of get beat on in the SEC week yeah. to week. And um, yeah, I mean, gosh, it to me in my head, it's like, hey, you're at Vanderbilt, you're in Nashville. You know, why can't why can you not put a culture together um and just you know put together a, a good program? You know, so you know, maybe they're on the right track. Who knows? All right. I, I agree with you. Pick six, 35 points in the third quarter. Yep. Um, good vibes. That it must yeah, have been. Mike a Wright fun... had like 163 rushing yards. Yeah. I mean, you know, he made that then? one run. It was like looked like Michael Vick out there. I was like, yeah. what is going on? Maybe Hawaii literally is that bad, but good on Mike Wright. I bet you that was a fun team plane ride back. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Come I know on. you're in the States in Hawaii, but that's yeah. a uh that's a fun one heading back out east. So shout out to them. Clark Lee, the guy who said Vanderbilt will be one of the best programs in the country this year at SEC Media Days. Hey, you're one to know. Not many other people can Let's say go. that. So we'll Good keep start. watching them in the sec anything else noteworthy in week zero i'm so ready for uh week one uh, you know no what doubt. was noteworthy and this is going to take us to second down did you watch college game day at all second uh, down is espn college game day week zero did you watch it at all there's a lot to I, unpack here so I, I i i came in and out you know i didn't sit down you know with a cup of coffee yeah, and yeah. you know watch it you know four hours straight but kind of in and out um yeah talk to me I mean, what you want to okay, talk about okay. i mean there's a lot of things to go We'll start with Desmond Howard's picks of the college football playoff. Now, of course, week zero, everybody on the show has to give their final four, their college football playoff picks. Desmond Howard, look, he's caught a lot of flack from me on punt and pass, rightfully so. Some of the stuff he says is mind-boggling. But this might take the cake. Put your seatbelt on. Get ready for what Desmond Howard picked to be his college football playoff (laughs) final four. Texas A&M, Pittsburgh, not the Steelers, University of Pittsburgh, (laughs) Baylor, and Michigan, okay? Texas A&M, Pittsburgh, Baylor, and Michigan are Desmond Howard's college football playoff teams. He has Texas A&M beating Michigan in the college football playoff national championship game. Now, look, I get it. ESPN probably says, guys, everybody can't have the same picks. Got to think outside the box a little bit. Please don't give us something that's not original or maybe copycat when you're going down the table. This is malpractice, okay? This is awful because there's no chance. I mean, maybe the there's two that could possibly make it, honestly. Texas A&M and Michigan. No chance Baylor makes it to the college football playoff. Damn sure, no chance Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh makes it yeah, to the college no, football uh, playoff. Um, but Desmond Howard, like, wh- 
you lose credibility when you say yeah. stuff like this. I mean, you're either ill-informed, in my opinion, or you're just trying to get clicks. And then both both of those scenarios, you know, are, are not good when you're on one of the biggest stages in media for college football on college game day. So, ah, I mean, come on. I, I just think, you know, just, just yeah. simple. Just, hey, let's just do better, you know? Do better. Like, it's okay. Again, you don't have to do this, like, hot takeism and say all this crazy stuff yeah. so that you get a bunch of clicks or people absolutely trash you on social media, do, which, of hey, course, look, is what happened. Or, or do two locks. Yes. And then, you know, two, you know, uh, wild cards, you know? But 100%. Four wild cards. Not, I totally not, agree. not one lock, three wild cards, three locks. One. I mean, this is four wild cards in this deal. <laughs> there are articles written about how bad the picks were. They're like, what is yeah. he doing? Is this a joke? Are they going to come on next week and be like, hey, it was funny. I'm glad everybody got the reaction out of it. It's that egregious. It's horrible. I just don't get it. But you know what? Unfortunately, it's kind of par for the course for Desmond Howard and yeah. the stuff that he says on college on, you know next day. be better next week hey next week you know hey guys just want to apologize for my picks you yeah know? like ah, i mean i heard doing? the boys on pump pass really give me a hard time i need to let them know <laughs> that that was not intentional it's sh- i mean seriously that was awful awful desmond howard be better be better um to that same point david pollock who of course is on college game day didn't pick georgia to be in the college football playoff are we surprised at this point i feel like pollock who, who you and i know really well yep. like this is his i don't want to call it a shtick but he, that's just what he does. He's like, not going to pick Georgia, prove it to me. Now, I think anybody to their to his point could simply say, Georgia's got to prove it to me this year. They lost a ton on defense. Um, it's going to be tough sledding in the SEC, however they want to say it. I don't think people should be as obligated to put Georgia in the college football playoff, maybe as they could have been last mm-hmm. year. Yep. But uh, for a guy like Pollock, it's like he doesn't even give it consideration. And then, of course, he has to deal with the backlash. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, he's going to deal with it, you know, but <sighs> – Pollock, I love Pollock. Now, you, you don't have to like it, but you have to be able to respect it because he's not – you have to be able to respect someone in the media yeah. who's not just going to lie through his teeth because, you know, somebody wants to hear it. But I know? guess that's my question. Is he almost lying through his teeth the other way? Like lying through his teeth not to put Georgia in the playoff. I think that's where this is going. Yeah, Correct no, me if I'm wrong. I, I think people are going to argue that, okay. you know, but in, in my opinion, he, you know, he, it's kind of like, uh, you know, in a way it, he's kind of like the, the big brother who's just trying to egg on the little brother, you yeah. know, to kind of like do better, you know, it's All like, right. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to give you a little motivation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you don't have to like it, but I can at least respect it, even though I don't like it. I love my boys. But you got to be able to respect someone in the media who's going, you're not going to lie to you and just tell you how he thinks it is. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. 
Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, you could sit here right now and go, look, Georgia might lose to Alabama in the college football playoff. If they slip up one game during the season, they probably don't get in. But if they do lose to Bama as an undefeated team and get into the college football playoff and then have to play somebody like Ohio State, that's just tough. Maybe they don't make it to the college football playoff. Maybe they don't make it to the uh, SEC championship game, however you wanted to look at it. Yeah. Again, I just think the track record there shows me that it's like not going to happen. He's not <laughs> yeah. going to present the opportunity. So whatever, DP, you know, holler at us, man. You've been on punt pass in the past. We'll get him on in the future just to, you know, hash some of these things out because yeah. I think he might be lying through his teeth the other Uh-oh. way, meaning Uh-oh. I'm not putting Georgia in regardless of what I might really think. We'll have to get him on. Plead yes. his case. Who knows? Before the jury. Um, And then the last thing that we have to talk about, Lee Corso (sighs) on college game day. Jake, he's 87 years old. He's 87 years old. Last week, college game day was remote. Some guys were in studios. Some were in their homes. Desmond Howard was in his office. I think Pollock was on location in Atlanta somewhere, I want to say. And then Corso was in his backyard. Um, Uh, And they had like a bounce house behind him and some fans and some mascots. Well, he was all on his own. And Jake, dude, it was hard to watch. I mean, look, what do we do, man? I, I, I hate it. Like it's, it's, it's. I bad. feel, I, I feel bad. Kind of cringe a little bit. I mean, because I love him. A little he's bit. I mean, he's, I mean, he's an icon. I, I grew of up course. watching it. You did, you know. Hey, man, it's Lee Corso. He's gonna make some picks. But I mean, I, I, you know, it's almost, it's so bad. It's, it's also, you know, hey, kudos to Kirk. Herb Street yeah, for, for just babysitting. I, I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, he, he he's doing an incredible job, doing the best he can to, you know, basically kind of get through it. And it's it, it's tough. I hate it, you know. But you know, at the end of the day, it kind of it is what it is. It know? is what it is, dude. When he was, uh, you know, when he was by himself and, yeah. and he's trying to read his sheet of paper. Oh, I know. When they're teeing him up as to like, hey, coach, what do you like? And obviously, he's got the answer right there in front of him, and like he can't get there. Man, you feel bad for the guy. You're like, what are oh, we absolutely. Doing? What is the ESPN production, you know, meeting look like at the beginning of this season when you're like, okay, we know we have a legend. He's 87 years old. The right. past five years, really, yeah, kind of been hard to watch. Harris English, PGA Tour player, was the guest picker, uh, Georgia, Arkansas, last year after uh-huh. he was on the winning Ryder Cup team. He was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he said, like, the only piece of advice that he got before going on live was – when you talk to Corso, scream, like scream at him so he can hear you and like enunciate so he can kind of read your lips as well. He's like, you know, that's just what I had to do, but that is where it's at. Look, figure out a way, but give the guy a break. It's like, it's, it's almost, you know, senior abuse at that point. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately for us, look, we don't make political statements on this podcast, but uh, it's like when Biden's up there sometimes (laughs) looking at it going, What's going on? It's just look, they're old, they're old guys. My grandpa's old. Oh, I love my them. Gosh. He doesn't that need could... to be on TV every day. You know, that... sometimes my dad's like that. Hell, he's only 60. So <laughs> I'm just saying, Jake, we gotta figure something out for Corso, man. Get him off the TV. Oh man, it cracks me up. I was thinking the same Golly. thing there with you on that one. You know, bring it bring it in that comparison. Yeah, but, I mean, uh... it's just the comparison that's out there. You know, oh, yeah. like we don't have oh, any yeah. other it's comparisons in that yeah. regard. So it's too easy. I, I wish they would have. God bless of, Lee Corso. Sent, sent him out. You know, yeah. on a, on a high note. You know, but yeah, hopefully he just you know, hey, let's don't linger too long. Let's remember the good and, yeah, uh, and not, dude, and not yes. the bad. You know, it's so true. Like send hit like this year, make it a 
you know, make it a retirement tour like some of these yeah. top athletes do and just let him do the mascot head That's 14 it. weeks in a row. And yep. then we'll all celebrate Lee Corso riding off into the sunset. But dang, no doubt. he was out there. People were grilling behind him. It was like a tailgate scene. And that makes me think of our awesome presenting sponsor of the Punt and Pass podcast. Of course, Rec Tech. Follow Rec Tech on social media at RecTech underscore official. Head on over to RecTech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. They've got the ultimate tailgate, ultimate home gate bundles on sale right now. Win every weekend this football season with a RecTech at home. If you're heading to the Chick-fil-A Classic kickoff games this weekend, they will be outside Centennial Olympic Park with live activations, giving away free swag, grill and chill with the Rec Tech team before the Georgia-Oregon game, before the Clemson-Georgia Tech game. And, of course, be sure to sign up for our amazing giveaway. We're giving away an, a Rec Tech 1250, RT-1250, a grill cover, a 20-quart icer cooler, 80 pounds of Ultimate Blend wood pellets, and, of course, the rub and sauce bundle, RecTech.com. Shout out to Rec Tech. All right, third down, and then we'll try to get out of here. Uh, starting QBs are being announced, especially across the SEC. You and I talked yep. about this on the first show. TJ Finley gets named yep. the starter at Auburn. You were kind of expecting this. Of course, Zach Calzada had transferred from Texas A&M. Um, good decision for Auburn. I think you thought this one was going to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the it's the easy decision. Okay. You know, I mean, he he was the guy. He was there. He knows what's going on. He has... Uh, just, you know, really good rapport kind of with the locker room, knows the guys. Um, so, I mean, I think you kind of couldn't go wrong. It's, I think it was his to lose. Um, and I, I just don't think Zach Calzada, you know, kind of showed enough, yeah. honestly, you know, yeah. I mean, he was a start in the sec beat Alabama. I know, you know, a lot of expectations and I just don't, I don't think he really delivered on anything. Okay. So camp. to that point. Do you think TJ Finley remains the starter through week six? Do you think Calzada starts getting some play if they're winning games by a large margin? Like, do you think there will be a quarterback controversy in Auburn within the first six weeks of the season? You know, this, this is, you know, you know, this is nothing for my brother. And you know, I don't have the the secret Intel. This okay. is just me making up my own, um, you know, thoughts here, but I, I do think they will, they will kind of play around uh, okay. with, with the guys so a little bit. I mean, yeah. They did. They did last year with Bo Nix. Yeah, you know if yeah. they did if, if they did last year with Bo, I mean they're dang sure gonna mess around, you know, and, and kind of play, um, you know, the game with those guys. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, they're definitely gonna try to figure it out for sure. Another newsmaker, Haynes King at Texas A&M beats out Max Johnson. That was yeah. surprising to me as well. But I think Jimbo is leaning on some of the athleticism there, which yep. Max can't really get outside the pocket. Uh, but Haynes King was the starter for the first three or four weeks for AM last year until he got hurt. So he's back in the fold for the Aggies. It's kind of a theme uh, I'm just noticing, you know, kind of in football, you know, that if it's, you know, if it's even or even the the pocket passer maybe slightly better. I think they're kind of leaning for the more athleticism, um, honestly, for coaches just to, you know, bail them out of tough, tough situations. Um, you know, going back to the Nebraska game, Casey Thompson made a, a crazy play on a third down where he scrambled, you know, did a spin circle like Bo Nix's play from last year. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, threw it. So just kind of, it, it just gets him out of plays, you know, like Stetson last year, you know, you know, something goes down, he yep. can extend it and, and make a play. So I think coaches are kind of leaning on some athleticism and even kind of promoting it a little bit to, hey, let's go play some backyard ball and, and get me out of some tough situations and some, you know, frankly, bad play calls. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like that will probably be the case at LSU as well it's being expected that Jaden Daniels is going to be announced the starter that has not happened officially yet he most likely will beat out Garrett Nussmeyer again 
leaning on athleticism. Jaden Daniels had a great freshman campaign for Arizona State, transferred to LSU. Uh, Brian Kelly, big game. We'll touch on that on Thursday's episode against Florida State down in NOLA on Sunday night. But probably the most head-scratching announcement of starting quarterbacks is what the hell is Michigan thinking? Coach Harbaugh comes out and goes, okay, we've named a starter. We have a starter for week one. Then we have a different starter for week two. And then we will announce who's going to carry on throughout the 22 campaign for our team. McNamara starts against Colorado State in week one, and then McCarthy starts against Hawaii in week two. I guess Michigan probably knows they're going to win both games, put these guys into yeah. some live situations, and then evaluate after that. But I have never seen this type of approach before, Jake. Yeah, what the no. hell is a quarterback thinking? It's crazy. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to be honest. As a quarterback, I, I don't really like it. I've been a part of, yeah. hey, you get, hey, you get the first drive, you get the second drive, and then we'll kind of go from there. Been a part of that. Um, but, uh, just, I mean, I don't know the, the first game and the second game, you know, I, I don't know. I, I now, however, you know, playing devil's devil's advocate here, I do like how they're being, you know, he's being upfront and honest yes. with me, you know, yeah. it's like, I know what to expect, you know, not, not just, you know, playing the games and Hey, you go in for a couple plays, you go in for a couple plays, you know, don't really like that, but I still don't think that's the best way to go about it, but we'll see how it works out. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Again, first two weeks of the season, most likely barring extreme outcomes, uh, they're going to win these football games. So I like McNamara. I thought what he did for Michigan a year ago was really good. Like I'm I'm confused as to why this is even really a competition. Maybe it's to save them from a transfer portal situation. Maybe it's to kind of keep some guys on the hook, but I would expect McNamara to play well against Colorado state and then continue on after week two. So interesting by Jim Harbaugh, but well, that's interesting. You, you know, you noted uh, the transfer portal thing, you know, like, yeah, Hey, you know, they're going to have to play the game with, uh, you know, if you have good, a good quarterback room, you're going to have to play the game longer, you know, to keep and retain guys, which is, you know, bizarre to me, you know, the recruiting aspect of college football never goes away now. Yeah. Once they sign, you know, and, but you know, previous times, once they sign their name, they're done. You got them locked hardly ever. Do they transfer? And now, I mean, you got to play the game. I mean, look, you're a country boy. What would you say? Like, keep some corn in the deer feeder or, you know, <laughs> put a little extra worm on the, the the hook or something. I don't know. Keep them around. But I agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. So <laughs> we'll see how, how quickly some of these starting quarterback announcements turn into quarterback controversies at each specific school. But um, we'll keep our eyes peeled. There is no doubt. no doubt about it. All right. That's three and out. First down was week zero results. Second down, ESPN college game day. Whoa. And then third down. Starting quarterbacks being announced week one right around the corner. All right, let's go inside the five. Thursday's episode, we'll have five picks against the spread for you, and I've already got the games lined out. You can probably think about them, top 25, top five, top 15 matchups. We're fired up, but this week, let's just kind of go around the globe a little bit. Right here in Atlanta, Georgia, the Tour Championship, Rory McIlroy single-handedly saving the PGA Tour's ass. It's been remarkable. I mean, what this guy has done – from the perspective of being outspoken in the media, yep. challenging live golf, talking yep. smack to Greg Norman, winning huge golf tournaments, and then coming from behind, chasing down Scotty Scheffler on Sunday to win the Tour Championship, to become the only three-time FedEx Cup champion in the history of the FedEx Cup, and then pocketing a cool 18 milli. Dude, what a stud. I mean, this wow. guy... Really phenomenal stuff. Shout yeah. out to Roy McElroy. Absolutely. I mean, look, I, I watched like the first six or seven holes on Sunday yeah. and then finished with the last five or six holes. You know, I didn't think he had a chance. I knew Scotty went playing well. 
Um, but just what he was able to do, man, come back. And when that thing, the difference between first place and second place in that FedEx. 12.75 uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was $18 million for number one, 6.5 for number two. Uh, I mean, that, that that was a big payday. And then, you know, like you said, what he's doing for the PGA Tour, just being outspoken, um, really trying to just hold that nucleus yeah. together. I mean, wow. he's just He's got a lot on his plate, and he's delivering at – the biggest possible time I think Huge. In golf for him and it's for him too. So um, did you ever watch that Netflix series, the F one drive to survive series about all the racers? It's become super popular F one yeah. now in the, well, so have, I, you, have I, you watched I, well, that? I, yeah. So I, I've actually started the first season and okay. I got to catch up. I got, I got a long way to go, but I, I mean, I'm intrigued by it. That's so, really so, neat. you know, the production crew that did the F one series uh-huh. has been doing a docu-series on the PGA Tour for the last I think I've heard that months. So yeah. think about all of the wow. you know infiltration of live golf, the ups and downs of guys wow. making the announcements, Rory being outspoken, Tiger getting back into the fold. Like I hope that they wow. have had some of these calls recorded. I hope that these guys have been super candid with everything yeah. that's going on because the timing of that um, yeah. there may not have been a better timing for a documentary related to sports since when you were on QB1. Dude, that, that <laughs> I like that. Thanks. Time. <laughs> but no, that's going to be, be sick. Awesome. That's going to be awesome. I mean, I that, that gets me even more excited, you know, than, yeah, than watching dude. like the last season of Game of Thrones stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, that I can't wait to watch that. You know, I mean, this has been a huge year for golf. Um, you know, I love it. I, you know, I go full out watching the Masters. Absolutely of love course. watching the Masters and, you know, just kind of stay, you know, in tune with it. Um, hate that Rory, you know, lost the, uh, the uh, British Open. I know, dude, man, I was rooting for him hard. Yeah, yep. that, that would have been, you know, even, you know, would have picked up his year even more than he's already had. But, you know, what a year he's had, though. Absolutely. So. Um, last thing, we've been touching on this a lot, the whole Tom Brady thing. You know, he just got back to training camp, gone for 11 <laughs> days, rumors about masked singer, family vacation, Giselle, yep. blah, blah, blah. Um, and he faced the music. And I got to give him credit. You know, I'm not going to give Tom Brady a lot of sympathy because he's got everything in the world and more. Yep. Uh, but I thought his answer was really relatable. You know, they're like, where you been? Why haven't you been with the team? Now, granted, that is a very valid question. I've never heard in the history of football anybody just leaving for 11 days, especially as a starting quarterback. Definitely. But he goes, look, man, personal reasons. And he goes, guys, I'm 45 years old. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, I'm 33 and I can relate to that. Now, if yeah. I told a coach I have personal stuff going on, I need to leave and go be with my family for 11 days during training camp, they would say, uh, awesome, you can stay forever because you're cut. Tom Brady yeah. gets the luxury of doing whatever the hell he wants. And I thought right. that answer, Jake, you know, you said it last week. As a quarterback in that room, you're like, hey, dude, hope everything's okay. We'll see you whenever you want to come back. Yep, it's raw, it's real. And as a, as a you know, a fan, as a teammate, yeah. as a coach, you can respect it because, you know, he's raw, he's real. Yeah. And hey, you know, it is what it is. But uh, um, I, I don't think anyone else but him could could do anything that's like that or Believe remotely me, that's close correct. to that. Yeah, I, you know, but uh, I, I don't I don't think it's going to take long for him to, to get back in the swing of things uh, at all. Um, he, he's done it all. He's seen every covers they can throw at him. You know, he, he, he's seen it, you know, against eight different scenarios, you know, he, he knows how it's going to be done. So, um, not really expecting him to have any change of play, but I am worried. However, on the offensive line, uh, they've had a few guys go down. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Jensen, their starter, they're uh, trying to break in some new down. receivers too. So, yeah. You know, so we'll just, 
We'll it, I, don't, I don't think the road's going to be as easy for them this year. Uh, and, and, you know, it might, might test, uh, yeah, it might test his, his age, uh, and just see, you know, how much he wants to put into it. But I yeah. think when he's in, he, he's in, uh, you know, 110%. So no doubt. Yeah. Done it all. Seen it all. You know what he hasn't seen though? Uh, this hat, you like that hat? I do love that hat. That's Says the first the thing I noticed. Uh, yeah. This is from Haver Supply. So shout like out to it. Brad from Haver Supply hooking us up. He's a damn good dog. I like this hat though. So I like check it. out Haver Big Supply. Um, Jake, we'll be back Thursday episode, week one of the 2022 season. We're fired up, man. I've got the show Let's rundown go. ready to go. We're going to have an absolute blast. I think Jody Flanagan is going to jump on with us a little bit as well from RecTech. He is their Sweet. PR expert at BBQ Dad Jody. He's going to jump on with us, give you guys some tips and tricks as to how to win your home gates, your tailgates throughout the football season, tell you a little bit more about their activations around the Chick-fil-A kickoff classic games this weekend. Uh, big, big shout out to our presenting sponsors, of course, RecTech. Go follow them on social media at RecTech underscore official. Check out their YouTube page. Check out their TikTok channel. They've got so much awesome content. It helped me out tremendously this past weekend when I fired up my RecTech. Be sure to enter the RecTech Punt and Pass giveaway. Go to puntandpass.com. You can find it right there on our homepage. Giving away an RT1250 smoker, a grill cover, 20 quart RecTech icer cooler, 80 pounds of pellets, and a rub and sauce bundle. It is the biggest giveaway that we've ever done on the podcast. So huge thank you to RecTech. RecTech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. The absolute best. Jake, anything on the way out, my man? Man, about to go put my RecTech together. Come on. Just, <laughs> just, just got it, Love it. Uh, an hour ago. So just to go put that thing together. Get ready for the weekend. Let's go. All right, man. Sounds good. I will talk to you on Thursday. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. Jake is at From Jake. Puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. And we will talk to you on Thursday. See you. See you then. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.